podcast and we're doing it is this what you want oh sorry i was just uh singing by myself i didn't realize that we were on and we are on is this what you want that's the name of the podcast i'm julia ladkowitz and i'm here with fat o'crying hi i'm fat o'crying oh i'm fat wow uh, we've turned into a morning radio show on the honka, world's honka. shittiest. Uh, yeah, honka, honka. <laughs> Auga. Time for the boob report with senior tits. Ah, the boobs, they're coming. Oh, they're so big. Oh, that's not good. Now I time for the I fart report with Mr. Toots. <laughs> big fart jam and fart plaza. Uh, that's what you're getting. Yeah. I hope this isn't the first episode that you're listening to. Thank you very much for coming by. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks uh, for some, stopping by. Yeah, we. It's always it's always a journey starting these podcasts. Yeah, we're one. That was just one minute of content. Can you wow. believe it? We crammed we're so much in there. Creators. Yes, we are contenters. Oh, wow. turn my off God. your little ding dong. My Will, agent said ding, ding. thanks for the self tape that I sent ding earlier. Dong, Willy Wong. for a Nissan Versa commercial. We both did that today. We both did voiceovers. Yeah, this is this is how how it went. Versa. It's like, yo, do you want a Nissan? Just friggin' buy it. That's yeah. what I did for mine, uh, which is exactly how <laughs> I did mine too. Actually, I told Julia this, but I. Am yet to book a voiceover for a commercial. You have booked one. Yes, I have. Um, so these Nissan commercials, every time they're like natural, conversational, but it never works. So I just looked up old Nissan commercials and I just did an impression of past announcers. Yeah. And you were saying that every announcer was male. A lot of dudes. And they all sound like the 2020 Nissan Versa. Versatile. Sustainable technologically yeah. sound. The the description for what they want in these voiceovers, they're always like, bold, but meek. Beautiful, but ugly. Yeah. Confident, but passive. Like, it's just every everything contradicts everything. And I, I don't think that I have an announcery sort of voice. Like, nobody wants to be like, hey, this Nissan's pretty cool. Why don't you buy it? Huh? Some of the, <laughs> some commercials have like a very normal sounding person, but then you get like the Don detergent guy. Oh, he just sounds yeah. like he's passing out into a fucking pile of old bath it's sheets. Like, hey, bath sheets? With Don, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I Greg don't know used to... Don and now he loves it. And now I love you it too. You know what I mean? Don. You never know. Yeah, so that's why I just be you or impersonate the people that uh, came before you. And yeah. hopefully that's how you book a voiceover. So if you want to take my voiceover class, I will be charging $500. Uh, you can meet me on Zoom. I will not tell you the link. If you really want to be successful, you'll find it. Wow. That's how you make it in this business. It truly is. You find weird links and uh, then you're famous. I was thinking about that before, like pre-internet, because I think you brought up like like Jennifer Aniston or something like mm-hmm. that and how she came to be. It's like you literally had to move to LA and just like or go to parties. Or something. I guess so, but it was just, I feel like there was a smaller acting pool and... Do you think there was a smaller acting pool? I, I think it was think just as was big. A, I definitely think there was a smaller acting pool because now literally everybody is possibly an actor. So yeah. now because if you're a fucking TikTok star with like a million followers, oh, guess what? You're going to be in this new movie. Yeah. There's, there's just so many more outlets for people to be discovered, So which is good in a way, but also... Bad. Yeah, the it guy like, that drank cranberry juice yes. on a skateboard 
has management in Los Angeles now. He has a team of people managing him. He has a team, and he's with like CAA or like one of the top management. Yeah, the ones companies. that we would kill to be a part of. Old fucking Ratface is his name. Isn't his name Ratface or something? His name's Ratface. <laughs> I don't know. It's either Ratface or Dogface or Catface. I don't know, I don't but know. good for him. Enjoy. See, that's the thing. The time. This is when we, when the reason we started this podcast was that we're like, I don't know, is why are, why are all these other people popping off and becoming so famous doing God knows what? And that's when we're like, is this what you want? Like, I don't, that guy, I guess, knew what somebody wanted. And that was skateboarding, drinking ocean spray. No, I don't think he knew what he, no, he, that he just was doing it. And then he made a video. That's the thing. He just did it, but. It's it's the question that we ask all the time. Is this what you want? And guess what? It was what it's what people wanted. They didn't even know they wanted it. Yeah, and to our listeners, where the fuck were you on that one? You didn't tell us that you wanted cranberry skateboarding. Yeah. We've been asking for over a year. And uh it'd be nice if someone let us know that uh, you wanted us to shave our heads and uh, drink cranberry juice on a skateboard on the side of the highway. I like that we assume our uh our listeners are all, you know, trend forecasters. Well, you know, they're the general public. Yeah. But also true. so are we. So we should have known it. Uh, we should have caught that one as well. So my bad. I, re- I regret blowing up on you. Life's a fucking crapshoot. All right. Life's just, a cranberry just juice Just do what skateboard. you want to do. And then if something hits, it hits. That's, That's exactly the mentality that I've come to know and love is. Yes. I, uh, I remember back when I was on Vine. Yikes. that old app i was like trying to do like hashtags i would like be a, i'd find the most popular hashtag on vine and i try to make a video for that even if i didn't like it i'd be like well this is what people want this is and it would just it was so shitty yeah every video i was just like i hate this i hate what i've become and then i just started doing what i wanted but and it would work sometimes sometimes like um there was some sort of um like ellen talk show host ellen yeah was doing remember some- her was doing some sort of like Oscars movie something. So I did a Vine with Ellen Page, now Elliot Page. Congratulations to Elliot Page for, you know, being your authentic self. Love that. Um, but so I did like a little Juno thing, and Ellen revined it. And I remember at the time, Ellen, talk to host Ellen, revined it. Yeah. Um, I remember at the time, it was like, holy shit, this is huge. And I got a ton of followers from that. So sometimes like... A ton gotta, of Vine followers. Yeah. And now where are those followers? Dead. <laughs> well, they are in, in the sense that when Vine died, so did all the followers. Yeah. I mean, some, I like, I had like 45,000 people. And then I think maybe 100 followed me over to Twitter. Isn't that depressing? Yeah, it is. It's hard. And I guess like, I guess the newest Vine type thing is TikTok, which we loathe and we will not be on. I don't know. Yeah. I'm are off you... of it. I'm not back on. Okay, good. No, I'm not. I was like, what is happening? But I'm like at the point where I don't give a shit. I'm like, listen, if China wants to look into my camera and watch me struggle to breathe while I drink beer and eat chips, it's, this is all for them. I guess so. I don't know. I don't no, know I don't what know. I want. That's the problem. I don't know what I want. I don't... I don't... I get sad when I'm on too much social media. Do you know what makes you happy, though? A nice chappy hour, which we yes, are experiencing. exactly. Which we should mention. Well, I'm going to mention it. Okay. Why not? Because it was for my birthday. Uh-huh. Listen, and I guess this is kind of my warm and fuzzy, too. Is that bad? No. Listen, so it's chappy hour. We're chapping some, some really great stuff. Here, let's just say what we're chapping first, and then, and then that way I can do 
my warm and fuzzy as like as a little um denouement to chappy hour does that make sense what denouement what yeah. kind of biscuit is that a little denouement denouement is like the the end the the is wrap that, up is that the bad guy in hunchback and Notre Dame? <laughs> <laughs> denouement i knew you'd be here no i am coming for you hunchback <laughs> What is that a French accent? Hey, I'm coming for you, hunchback. Okay, listen, you son of bitch. Matt, what are you chapping? Um, I don't know. What, a, what am I chapping? You're, you're <laughs> chapping a Sunsplit IPA, and I know that because I bought it. I put it in the fridge for you. I cracked it open and I poured it in your glass and I put it in front of your ugly mug. That's right. <laughs> Whatever she said. It's from Dominion, right? Yeah, Dominion City Brewery, which is <laughs> so I've ordered from there before. It's an Ottawa, a local Ottawa brewery, and um. They have really good beer, but I just, I guess I haven't Heating up here. ordered. I know, it's very, it's, <laughs> it's very toasty in the den. Yeah. So I hadn't ordered in a while, and I got an email from them yesterday being like, we miss you, come back, you're 15% off to come back. I got the email at like 10.03, by 10.06, I had ordered 24 tall cans. <laughs> you like, even complained, you were like, oh, I'm getting junk mail from breweries, and then I heard you go quiet for a bit, and you're like... Well, the bear's on its way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's like 15% off. First of all, that's a steal. Yeah. And they have great beers and such great labels. The Sunsplit IPA is such a good, like, nice, classic, juicy IPA that, IPA that they always have. It is. But then they had this new series that's, oh my God, I'm forgetting what it's called. I'll probably drink Isn't one. Is it called, like, Old Town or something? No, it's or? called something, something. But it's, the, at the top, it says, we love, like, we heart Old Ottawa South. And Old Ottawa right. South is the area of ottawa where we are where i grew up and each can it's like limited edition cans each can has pictures of like old ottawa south landmarks so there's like the mayfair theater which is like the last standalone theater in ottawa there's a old fire hall there's lansdowne it's really cute and um yeah it's very nice and good and the beer is uh yeah it is juicy it's hazy it's nice it's uh Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Cover yeah. girl. Yeah, we're really we're supporting Ontario. We're supporting small business right now because I'm drinking a crisp white wine from Fielding Estate Winery, uh-huh. which is one of the the vineyards we visited on my birthday in Beamsville. Yes, we did, and they were the only winery. I mean, there might be another one out there, but the only winery we saw that had like domes on the lawn. Yeah, where you, if you were in a little bubble with people, which we were at the time. Uh, you can get a little dome, a little heated dome. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah, it was very... It, and then just the vibe of the whole vineyard. I was like, this is like, if I wanted to own a vineyard, it would look like this. It was really It was cool. gorgeous. I think we were a little bit buzzed and we were really loving those domes. I was loving everything. It was very exciting. Loving so, every minute of it. So I'm drinking a Fielding... It's it's a 2017 fire, Fireside White and it's a fun... Does it say fun? A fun off-dry blend of white varietals. This wine is fresh on the palate and filled with fruit-driven flavors. Chill down this easy drinking wine and enjoy. It is very nice. It is very nice. Easy drinking. And I hate white wine, usually. I wouldn't say you hate white wine. I would say I hate white wine. But I really enjoyed that one. Which is really saying something. It is. It's off-dry, so at first you're like, is this sweet? And you're like, no, it's not sweet. It's just like fruit forward? I don't fucking know. Also, a little Easter egg for you. I filmed a new wine review. Those wine wine reviews that I've been doing on Twitter there. Uh, with this wine. Fielding wine. Yeah. Fireside White will be in the next 
Christmas themed. It's really nice. Wine review video. I swear to God, smaller vineyards, you can like, you can taste what was like around it when it grew. Yes. Like, like a man shoveling. No, a I was going to say like honeysuckle up. or something. I don't know if that's true, but I, 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 I choose to believe it because I was having uh, like a nice small batch vineyard wine the other day and then i switched over to some swill from the lcbo that was like nine dollars Swill, and i was just like oh god like it had such a, like a harshness to it in comparison but okay can i quickly like just let's just zip into warm and fuzzy already oh because of the thing you want to say yes wait there's one more thing i wanted to say about that wine what was it it's good i like it <laughs> i like that place no i lost it i've lost it completely It'll come back to you. No, wait. Oh, God. Which of these drinks... Okay, before we get into it. Which of these drinks, because it is Chappy Hour, and this is what you're championing before you get into your thing. Chapping. If you threw it at Chappy the robot, would destroy him quicker? You think the beer or the wine? Yeah. I think because of sheer volume, the beer, because it would like get in his gears. Yeah. I would like to agree with you. Something tells me about the, the citrus or the uh, acidity in a white wine that would really get in his circuits. Like, uh, I feel like the beer might like fizz him up a bit, though. Yeah, it might get him jazzed. <laughs> might <laughs> jazz Chappy up. <laughs> Chappy likes. Oh, more beer on my circuits. <laughs> uh, imagine Chappy saying that to you. I like it when you pour beer on my circuits. Ew, like, he get would. the fuck out of here. But get the fuck into here. With a very early onset, warm and fuzzy. Okay, no, I'm just so excited because I wanted this to be my warm and fuzzy, but it also coincides so perfectly with Chappy Hour because. So, it was my birthday, as we all know, November 14th, oh. and our my dear friend Christina Walkinshaw, who's also a um, a longtime listener of this podcast, very supportive of of us and our endeavors. So my birthday present came in a little bit late because, you know, it's COVID shipping is takes a while now. But what a lovely post-birthday surprise. Two wine glasses that are personally inscripted. Is that the word? Yes. Engraved. Engraved. uh, Personalized. They're personalized. I'm fucking it up. I'm so excited. They're personalized wine glasses that say chappy hour on them. Yeah. And it's the, one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. I can't... Well, the thought that went into that, Christina, is insane. It's I, so nice. It's so goddamn nice. And also, seeing those, I'm like, oh, now we got to keep this bit going. I, know. I hope people like this bit, <laughs> because now we have glasses that say Chappy Hour well, on them. Well, like two weeks ago on the podcast, I said something. I'm like, I'm like I feel like we got to cool it on Chappy Hour. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I like the bit, but I'm like, I don't want to talk about Chappy all the fucking time. And then Christina messaged me, <laughs> and she's like, you got to keep Chappy Hour going. I love Chappy Hour. Chappy Hour must never die. I'm like, don't worry. It's not going anywhere. I'm like, well, Christina loves Chappy Hour. And, I, then, <laughs> and then meanwhile, I get these in the, in the mail, but they're so nice. So I'm drinking my crisp white wine out of this Chappy Hour glass. And it's so friggin' cute. Very and I cute. Love it. And also I love thinking about the person that had to punch that into a computer to engrave it on a glass. Be yeah. Like, Hey, uh, Henry, uh, we got uh, an order for two glasses that say Chappy Hour on them <laughs> um, in the fancy writing. But what if it's uh, robots making it and they're Chappies and they're like, I am Chappy. But I am Chappy. I am 
hour. What if it broke the yeah, it broke the <laughs> robot that does the engravings? They're like, Well, he thinks this is him and he thinks he's the glass now. So whoever ordered this can go to hell. Um It's so fun. No, it's I just, very fun. I love personalized gifts like like that. Yes. Because, we have to well, we did a similar thing. I mean, it's definitely not as cool, but when um we stayed at that person's house um mystery celebrity mystery celebrity's house they have a dog um because we're like what do you buy what do you buy a celebrity who has everything so we got a mug made with and i found two pictures of their dog so i got a mug made at like what the mug with two pictures of their dog on it which i think is cute it was great i thought it was very cute people like personal touches yes and that's this is a very personal touch and i would love if ever so christina got these made i think she went through somewhere someone on etsy and i think it was local or like somewhere in Canada, so supporting mm. small business. Great, great, great. Um, listen, all of our listeners, our power listeners, the ones who really love us. Yes, you powerless nerds. Prove yourselves and get Chappy Hourglasses made. Prove yourselves. <laughs> prove yourselves, power listeners. Prove We're pretty much love. talking to four people. Um, yeah, do We're not do that. One. Or do it. You Why not? Do whatever you want. How exciting is that? Listening to our podcast? Having chapping a chapping a chap with chapping a chappy hour. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Anyway, Christina Walkinshaw is lovely. Check her out. Her uh, her handles on social media are at Walkinsauce, and uh, I, I think she's on OnlyFans as Burps Magoo. She's like a professional burper. <laughs> yep. If you're into that, I professional. mean, professional. Can she, she be is. deemed a professional? Sure, I would say so. But I think as a professional, doesn't somebody have to? Go to organization have to <laughs> get a diploma? Yeah, Christina, I, that's what you're getting for Christmas. Is uh, I'm going to make a, a diploma that says you're a professional burper. I think she is a professional because she is making money from it. So that literally makes her professional. Yeah, a professional burper. <laughs> Which I totally forgot. I have not yet activated my OnlyFans where I'm just a mean clown. I got to do that. Yeah, you keep talking about the mean clown on OnlyFans, but that's so much work. I know, just putting clown makeup on all the time. Yeah. Unless I put the clown makeup on and I just like rapid fire film, you know, like a dozen videos at, at a time kind of thing. But that's assuming that you have a dozen videos to film. Because are, are these requests? No. You, so apparently you put out your own regular content and people just subscribe. Ah. And then they'll, if they want a specific request, then they tip you. I see. And yeah. then you have to do that. Yeah, the clown makeup is... It, the uh, makeup's a lot. I don't know about that. But I want to be a mean clown. You could do a minimalist clown makeup. I mean, you could put a red nose on and then just go around the eyes or something. Yeah. I just want to be like a mean, ugly clown. I don't want any part of it to be sexual. Yeah. You should be wearing like a denim jumpsuit. <laughs> Everything covered. Yeah, I want like... I just want to be disgusting. But there are, there are men out there, especially on OnlyFans, that will be, still be like, this is doing it for me. Which, like, you know what? Great. Good for you. And if you say mean things to me or like sexual things to me that I don't like, I'm just going to be mean back to you because guess what? I'm a mean clown. Wait, does this clown have a name or is it just your name? Yes, Jizzo the Clown. Jizzo the Clown. <laughs> it's good. Um, I wish I had an OnlyFans plan. <laughs> <laughs> I have no OnlyFans plan. You could be like my hot clown husband. I don't want to be a hot clown husband. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I got enough going on here. I got projects, whatnot. Do I? I don't know. I, lately, I feel like I do one thing a day and I'm like, whew. Well, that's the end of that. We've been busy. We, we have been oddly busy. We've been oddly busy and 
it's a lot. Yeah. Which might be my warm and fuzzy. How about that? Yeah. Being busy because I, my entire life, I crave just to be busy. Mm-hmm. I want to just be busy. Like we were talking about because we busy Phillips. We, I want to be busy Phillips. Um, because we were talking about you looked up what RuPaul does on a daily basis or what she did, you know, before all of this. She you're like really professional busy people wake up at four a.m. Did we all know this? Wake up at four a.m. Yeah. And then, you know, work out, read the news, and then by 7 a.m., they're like supercharged humans, like rocketing into the world, ready to fucking go. Yeah. And I, I don't think they're like, you know, chapping as much uh, beer and wine as we are. That's for damn no, sure. No, for sure. Like, I've heard of RuPaul, Mark Wahlberg, Melissa McCarthy. There's a couple other people that, I, that I, I've heard them on interviews being like, I wake up at four, I do some work. And then I start my day. And I'm like, Gah. That's a nightmare. But that's like, for sure they don't drink. Because there's no way you go out or drink or do yeah, anything Yeah, or they're else. the type that has like a glass of wine or something. But then that means that like work is your whole life. Like you don't have, what, when is your downtime? I don't know. Between, you know, 8 and 8.15 every night before but, you go to bed. But also RuPaul, you know, really lived it up. In his younger days. That's true. Maybe he got it, got it out of her system. Yeah. Yeah. When you're referring to RuPaul, are you saying her or him? I'm not sure. You can really say either one. Well, yeah. Because, yeah. When RuPaul's in drag, it's her. When RuPaul... But what's RuPaul's real name again? I don't know. And I don't want to know. Isn't I, it like John or no. something? <laughs> um, Charles? RuPaul Charles? I think so. But what I learned from watching so much dragway, dragways, dragways. <laughs> which we are now, is that all the drag queens refer to each other as her and she and bitch. But then they say when they're not in drag, they'll say he, him. Yeah, it's uh, Andre Charles. RuPaul Andre Charles. Born wow. November 17th, 1960. Jeez Louise. Ru looks great. What the hell? Fantastic. Um, when I got my like Spotify wrapped list and my number one artist is RuPaul. You're damn right. <laughs> hey, sis, it's Christmas. I've been listening to so much RuPaul. It's, um, and I will not RuPaulize for it. Hey, hey. Um, mine was Thundercats. That was mine. I listened to the most Thundercat this year because uh, his one song, Oh Shit, it's X. Oh Shit. Oh, shit. It's X. I listen to that song when things are going very well and when things are going very bad. It's a really fun song. Check it out if you haven't listened to it. A couple fun facts about that song is um, right before COVID, we did a... I think we probably talked about this on the podcast. We did like a comedy strip show where you did your set at a strip club. And when you were done, you did a dance to a song that you chose. And I chose that song. And I stripped a little bit. I did a bit where I pulled out like a fake tampon. I threw in the crowd. Yeah. It was very oh, fun. Yeah. It was a very fun time. And people threw dollar bills on you. So at the end, we, I think we both walked away with like a hundred bucks each in, in dollar bills. And this yeah. is literally like two weeks before COVID. COVID before was everything on those like bills shut down. for sure. Like, yeah. We, yeah. But that's on. And then also, um, Christina was over for, maybe it was, it was, thank american thanksgiving last year but she was like one of the last people to leave and we were listening to that song and there was a part where it goes 
oh shit i'm fucked up and we're so fucked up and we're dancing and she's recording us and it's a video of us and it just it's her leaving and then just with that oh shit um it was perfect it was perfect Um, also i went on spotify and you can like as an artist find out who's listening to your album and stuff like that oh yeah i meant to do that more people than i thought stream my album but the the one little fact that got me the most is it says this year you got introduced to six new countries so six new countries stream my album and it says finland loved you most wow so out of all the new countries finland was all about me so if we have any finnish fans out there hit us up hit matt up because you love him hit me come by and hit me the, th- the problem with Spotify is how much do you think you got paid for all those listens? 15 like, cents. Pro- if that. Yeah. It's probably less. That is the dark uh, underbelly of people bragging about how much streaming they get on Spotify. Somebody pointed it out. They're like, oh, it was Danko Jones, actually, of all people. Really? Uh, Canadian music legend Danko Jones. He posted this thing and it was like a template of that Spotify thing. And he's like, who the hell cares? they're not giving you any money for this. Like you're just advertising for Spotify and it's true. Yeah. Because on other platforms like satellite radio, we make so much more money, so much, more. like enough money to pay rent and then some, whereas I'm getting streamed on Spotify and making like when my royalties checks come in, it's like 15 cents. Yeah. It's like nothing. So it's completely backwards. And, uh, yeah, it's the, Dirty, dark underbelly of the streaming services. I know. I still don't know how it works. Like, I don't know, like... I don't know either. It doesn't make any sense to me. I pay, what, premium 10 bucks a month, and I can listen to every album? And how is... What money is going to the artists? doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Yet I participate in it, and I'm one of the artists being screwed over. But I guess you don't own any of it, so that's a thing. I don't know. I don't fucking... Yeah, it's just listening to it. I don't know. The world just finds ways to make things easier for people while exploiting other people. Yeah. Shit's fucked. Uh, let's all grab a cheeseburger. Ugh, I, can eat I a would love right now. a cheeseburger right yeah. now. Um, God, I haven't had a cheeseburger in a while. I hit that quarter pounder on the road, and I'll tell you, it scratched me where I itch. Oh. Got right in my listen, bone zone. Here we go. Let's get in to cold and stabby. We're going to have no more bits left. Cold and stabby. I will start. I have two cold and stabbies because I had one planned, and then you just reminded me. So we're driving back from Toronto the other night, and... Matt's like, I really have a craving for McDonald's. I want McDonald's, I want McDonald's. And there was no McDonald's at the en route. We were going to go to a Burger King. And I was like, yeah, I could get a chicken sandwich from Burger King. And you're like, I got McDonald's on the brain. So we're like, we'll go to McDonald's. Burger King. Also, let's back up. Burger King, you have to be in the right set of mind. Burger King is like, our friend Dylan Gott, who's a comedian, has a perfect bit about it where it's like, it is the sad man's restaurant. Like, you have to be the perfect amount of sad to go to Burger King. Yes, but... Here, listen, hear me out. Yeah. So we go to McDonald's and I didn't feel like a burger, like a beef burger. I felt like chicken. So, and McDonald's doesn't have a great chicken option. And usually I just get junior chickens because they're cheap and whatever. If they're bad, it's like, I don't care. They're two bucks. But I was like, no, I'm going to treat myself. I feel like, like a bigger chicken sandwich. So I got a McChicken. 
I got a McChicken. I'm like, ooh, I'll get it dressed like a Mac because I want the pickles and I want all that yummy shit on it. What I received was the saddest McChicken or chicken patty I have ever had. It was a deflated. It was like a diaper that got deflated and had been dried out. And there was like no mac sauce. It was like lettuce. It was dry. It was terrible. It looked like the sole of a shoe like that someone tried to make out of a chicken sandwich. And I was so mad because I was so hungry. And the f- and if I'm going to eat garbage, it better taste good. Yeah. So I'm like, why That's am I consuming like a thousand calories when it tastes like an actual dick hid? <laughs> D- dick hinge? Dick hinge? <laughs> like a like hinged a, dick? It tasted like a dick hinge. I don't know what I'm saying. I've had two sips of this wine. It was awful. I was actually... Oh, shit. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I was so mad. And I was tweeting about it. And then people were like, you should have gone to Wendy's. And then someone's like, oh, hot tip. Uh, you should go to Burger King and get their classic chicken sandwich, but with pickles hot. And I'm like, oh, we were just at a Burger King. And I was just so, I was actually so upset. And so, listen, I will never get a McChicken again. I felt, and I tweeted this, and then I deleted it, and then I pushed pushed it on my Instagram stories. I honestly felt like Ronald McDonald himself should have called me up and apologized. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Whatever Ronald was uh, in charge of that county uh, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely should have called you. Um, There's a, it's a real gamble with chicken sandwiches because, first of all, a burger, like the burger, I got a quarter pounder, wasn't the best, but you can fuck up a quarter pounder. You can fuck up beef and it'll be, you'll be like, well, this garbage is still garbage and it's fine. Yeah. I've gotten some bad chicken sandwiches. I've gotten that chicken sandwich in my life where yeah. it's like flat and you're like, where's the meat? Is this meat? What is happening? Why is it so soft? Because it's only good when it's hot and fresh because it's not, it's not chicken. It's like, it's like liquid chicken that they've made into a patty of some yeah. sort. And then uh, another listener who I will I will get into later um, <gasps> had mentioned that she used to work at McDonald's. And I was like, I honestly feel like the McChicken patty is the same as the junior chicken. She's like, yeah, I used to work there. They're pretty much the same. I was like, I've been duped. You got duped. I did get duped. The other end of chicken sandwiches, which I'll, I'll you know, play devil's advocate. Is, am I playing devil's advocate? I don't think I am. But I've gotten really fresh ones, in, and it's just like, they're like super crispy, big, chunky chicken sandwiches, but they're undercooked. Like, I've had oh. chicken sandwiches where I take a bite, and I just look at it, and I'm like, that's like raw. But the, it looks so good. It looks so good. But it's so thick, so it didn't get cooked through. It was so thick and didn't get cooked through. So it's, I used it's to love gamble. the Wendy's chicken sandwich, but then they changed their mayo. The spicy chicken sandwich. Yep. They changed their mayo. It tastes like plastic now. That's also, right. Wendy's supports Trump. Bed. Apparently. Also, how did Wendy's get the corner on dipping your fries into their shake? Yeah, I don't know. Whereas you never really hear that at McDonald's. It's not, it's like, but they also advertise that at Wendy's. They're like, hey, dip your fries into fucking frosty. Who's the old man in charge of Wendy's? Dave? Dave Thomas. What's his claim to fame? He died. No, <laughs> we're both laughing yeah. at this poor dead man. No, but what was Rich his dead man? What was his thing? I don't know. He made a fucking burger and it was square. And then he and, he and what was like? Did, was his daughter a redhead or something? Why? Why the fucking Anne of Green Gables ass Wendy chick? Um, <laughs> it's probably his daughter or something. I don't know. I think I feel like I read his story recently. Dave Thomas. I think I feel like he was a good man. Donated to charity. Yada yada. I think so. Most of did you watch that McDonald's? origin movie it was called like oh god the the founder i think it was called and michael keaton was in it i did not see it 
crazy. And I think the same thing kind of happened where basically these guys were the first McDonald's and then Michael Keaton played like, this guy that swooped in and basically bought the whole company and mm-hmm. made it what it is, which good, crazy, but then it lost its heart and soul and kind of thing. But yeah. it became this giant, you know, uncontrollable corporation. Um, whereas Dave Thomas, he died in 2002. Wow, that was a while ago. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, sooner than I, I thought. Um, bah, 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 fast food career. Oh, yeah, he worked for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Whoa. Um, came to Fort Wayne, fine restaurants. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I should have done research on this before. Well, we didn't know we were going to be talking about chicken Dave sandwiches. Thomas opened the first Wendy's in Columbus, Ohio, November 15th. Right after your birthday. Day after my birthday. 1969, though. <gasps> Day before my birthday. I'm just kidding. Can you imagine? The original restaurant remained operational until March 2nd, 2007. Wow. And then what happened? It closed due to lagging sales. Wow. Shit. But that was like pre-internet. So if that was like, if Instagram was around, I think they'd be fucking thriving. You don't think the internet was around in 2007? But that was like pre-hard like hard social media. Like, if social media got in there, that's why there's one blockbuster still open in Oregon right now, because social media and Airbnb. Also, which you can sleep in it, by the way. Have you you seen that? No. It's the last blockbuster in the world, and they set up a bed in the middle of it. You can rent it on Airbnb. I would Are all the movies there that you can just use? Yes, and there's like a a fucking old TV. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. I thought it was just like an empty blockbuster with a bed in the middle. I'm like, that's terrifying. It's interesting how you picture things. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Why would that be a thing? Because Um, I thought it was an empty blockbuster that had been cleared out or something. Oh, yeah. Wendy's was Where's the Beef? Oh, yeah. Where's the Beef? Um, so wait, so that was my cold and stabby. Also, cold and stabby number two, just a little one. Somebody has um, hooked on to my Lyft account somehow. So I kept getting messages this morning being like, your Lyft is here. I'm like, what? Did you go running outside? Well, I, at first I, I looked outside and then I looked at my account. I'm like, I haven't, there's no activity on my account. And then I messaged uh, Lyft on Twitter and they're like, oh, we see that there's um, someone attached to your account um, named Chris. Is this uh, an acquaintance or a stranger? I'm like, stranger, I don't know this Chris. And then he kept calling, he kept calling lifts, but I don't know how he's doing it. And I, there's nothing in my account that I can do. And they're like, you have a case number. Someone will be like contacting you soon. And I'm going for a run today and I'm running. And then I get a call. I'm like, hello. And this guy's like, hi, I'm Chris. I'm outside. I'm like, I'm not Chris. I don't know who this man is. And he's like, text me. And I'm like, I'm not Chris. He is a fraud. Do not pick him up. And then this happened like eight. <laughs> this happened like came six more times. And then Matt's microphone fell apart. Oh, wow. Anyway, I so Chris, if point. you're listening, this is not what I want. Fucking get the hell out of my... Uh, get the hell out of here, Chris. Get the hell out of here. I don't know if I have a cold. What's my cold and stabby? I mean, like every other week, it'll be the, the cold. Yeah. I ran in it today and it, was a, it wasn't too bad, but it was just annoying. Cold is annoying. I feel like annoying. something happened to you that you were like, gah. What uh, what was it? What was it? Driving in the rain the other night. That was bad. Night rain? Night? December yeah. rain? Ooh. Prince isn't writing a song about that one. I'll tell you that much. November rain. It's a song. Purple. No, it's the purple rain. November. Not a Prince song, but November rain. Say by is who? It's a song. Who Are you November kidding me rain? right now? November rain. November. In a corner of I don't know. 
uh, the last few days. Oh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, what? It was ruining. The last few days, the last week have been like, Toronto was a blur. It was very exciting to be working again. And then maybe my cold and stabby is that it's the come down from being busy and working. And then you're like, well, now I have nothing planned. Right. But on the other hand, I just create my own busy, which I've done today. I've been filming stuff, whatnot, blah, blah, blah. What would a cold and stabby be that happened recently? Maybe your cold and stabby is with yourself, man. You just got to chill the fuck out. I'm trying. I'm trying to chill. Here's my cold and stabby. Uh, Kids and teens that are getting very good at Call of Duty Modern Warfare. (laughs) Um, I go on there to feel good about myself and to get my mind off things. And kids have been beating the shit out of me. Um, They've been teabagging me. Do you know that's that? Mm -mm. It's where you, in a first-person shooter, you kill somebody and then you do the crouch move over top (gasps) of their face. And it's infuriating. actually rude you should find out who their mothers are and send them a personal email trying what i'm saying is this pandemic has created a an army of super soldier kids online and clearly they're non-stop playing and they're getting better and better and better and there needs to be like you gotta teabag these kids back i do it trust me that is sick yeah it's sickening uh not in the good way that rupaul says either but sickening what I'm saying is that, uh, yes, that is my cold and stabby. The kids and teens, I know you're bored and you're at home. And if I were you, I'd be doing the same. And I am doing the same. Just stop getting very good because I want to feel better. Stop teabagging my husband. Also, yeah. after he's dead, you sick fucks. Yeah. He did not um, consent to that. I had to change games. I got I, I changed games to this. You saw me playing it. This You were playing uh, that goose game. I was playing the goose game for a bit. That's very fun. Yeah, we played the Goose Game together. Untitled Goose Game. Uh, you got too excited. Your dad thought I was murdering you because yeah. you were screaming. <laughs> it's basically a goose just has to steal like a farmer's hat and that's the game. Yeah, the, there's like a <laughs> list of things to do and it's just like uh, steal the rake, put it in the lake, grab the farmer's sandwich. Now you got it. Yeah, you're just a mischievous goose. Yeah, it's very, very fun and stupid. Um, good to play if you're very high. Um, but I moved on to this other game. If you're familiar with Assassin's Creed... It's called Assassin's Creed Origin, and it takes place in Egypt. Wow. But the good thing about these games <laughs> is they're like historically accurate. Well, that's nice. So, so you're learning. There's actually, you can play the, the main game, or you can play like this tourist section where you can just learn about Egypt and actually physically walk around like old Egypt. See, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, and I'm already learning about Egypt. So sometimes well, shit. when I'm getting frustrated with Call of Duty... I'll just walk around Egypt and I'll fucking learn about old Egypt. Yeah, so you get teabagged by the pyramids. I get teabagged <laughs> that somebody kills me in Egypt and they fucking start teabagging me. But at um, least the view is better, you know? The view is fantastic. I mean, it is beautiful. That's what I'm learning. That's what I... I mean, I, I'm playing a lot of video games right now but because it gets... If I feel like I'm getting out a bit. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it's a different environment. I know it's not the same as being out, out in real life, but like... If I can wander around Egypt and fucking till tally, tiddly, tootly round, that's a nice thing. Why don't they make, they should make more video games like that for people like me who don't like the fucking bang, bang, shoot em up types. Just but walk just, around games? Just walk around games and, and just do fun things like go shopping and like 
I don't know, go to the cafe because we can't do that stuff now. You're literally describing Grand Theft Auto. That's actually what that game is. Yeah, but Grand, have, give me Grand Theft Auto in fucking Madrid or like, that's why I think people like the show Emily in Paris so much because they're like, oh, just to be out again and these beautiful, like the scenery and that, the show itself was not good. It That's was just right. mindless fluff, but people like to see pretty visuals now. Yeah, we need fluff. We need as much fluff as possible, I'll tell you that much. But Grand Theft Auto is bang, bang, shoot em up. You can choose that. Or you can choose exactly what you said. Go shopping. You can change your clothes. You can literally sit at a cafe and have a fucking coffee. You can do that. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do another like stream. Because remember we did that stream where it was... Yeah, uh, my, my wife watches me My play. wife watches me, watches me. Yeah, maybe I introduce you to games and you try to find like the most relaxing way to play them kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I remember you were playing Grand Theft Auto once and there was that really ugly man character that you were. Yep. He was like balding and wearing a wife beater and I hated him. And he was like staying at some nice place, but he was just like, he'd trash the place. And you're like, you can do this. You can really do anything in this game. I'm like, what? This guy can't pick up a mop? Like, <laughs> he can't do the dishes? You can do everything in this game, but this guy can't fucking clean up after himself. This guy Piss just me lost off. me my security deposit. Honestly, it's just yeah. so rude. You, you, someone lets him stay at the house and he, and he treats it that way? No, thank you. Yeah. It's good for, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess maybe we'll give it a shot. Maybe we'll film something new and dumb. Um, speaking of new and dumb or old and dumb, I suppose we should go into... Uh, uh, movie titles yeah. that are translated from French. French movie titles. French movie titles. Part of continuing because mm. it is the first week of December. December. Bonjour, c'est ça, December. We decided to blow our holiday load and do National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What year do you think that came out, by the way? Christmas Vacation. The correct answer. Ooh, close. 1989. Shit. It came out in Australia first. Wow. November 30th, 1989, and then USA, December 1st. What's um, it in Australian? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You got it. Wow. Um, so what do you think Christmas Vacation is in native France, French? Uh, Lampoon National. Uh, what is, what the fuck? What? Oh, this why is can't good. I say Christmas in French? What? Why have I lost it? Le Christmas. Noel. Noel. Wow. Wow. <laughs> is it Noel? <laughs> Le Christmas. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're close, but you're way off. In France, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is called Le Sapin à la Boule. Sapin. Yes, which a, means a the what? tree has the balls. Le Sapin à la Boule. Yes. The tree has the balls. In France, if you wanted to go see Christmas Vacation, when they watch it every Christmas, they go, put on the tree has the balls. That's what they put on. I Um, guess. What? In Germany, it's called Merry Christmas. Well, shit. I hope there's not another another movie called that. It's also called, in no, in Greek. Okay, in Greek, it's called The Christmas of the Crazy Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) I guess they assume that... That is a ranch that they yeah, live in? Yeah, they're like, in America, they live on a ranch. That's yeah. what it is. Maybe it's because they have like a, like a huge yard and a big backyard. They're like, look at that ranch. Yeah, and because all the humans are acting like fucking animals. That's true. <laughs> um, Ireland, it's called National Lampoon's Winter Holiday. Cute. Oh, but we won't see the oh, winter, it's holiday. A winter holiday. Winter holiday. In Italian, it's called an explosive Christmas. 
<laughs> you better believe it. What explodes in the movie? A few things explode. Oh, yeah, the gas leak. Yeah, a lot of things catch fire. A lot of people are harmed. Christmas yes. explosion. I mean, it's, it's an explosion of things. It is an explosion. I would say that. Now I want to watch that fucking movie. We're, we're, we're going to watch. We it's watch it so every good. year. We do watch it every In year. In Japanese, it's very not spelt correctly. It's National Lamb Fun wow. Christmas Vacation. So it's pretty close. Yeah, Lamb Fun. Japan. Uh, Lithuania. This looks juicy. Oh, it cannot detect that language for some <laughs> reason. It's having a hard time detecting Lithuanian. In Mexico, it's called Winter Break. Norway. Norway has an exclamation point oh on it. Oh, my God. Help! It's Christmas break! <laughs> <laughs> like that. I mean, that's what I would yell in the normal world if I... Like, help! I'm... Oh, this is very confusing. In Poland, it's called In the Crooked Mirror. Hello, Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> in the Crooked Mirror. Like a semicolon? Hello, Santa Claus? Yes. A oh colon. A colon, a full colon. In the crooked mirror, colon. Hello, Hello Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. That sounds like the shittiest <laughs> Christmas student film. It sounds dark. Like, yeah, like so you're looking at yourself through like a different lens, kind of thing. A crooked mirror, I guess. And because he dresses up as Santa Claus at the end. Hello, Santa Claus. Hello, Santa Claus. In the crooked mirror. Hello, Santa. Sounds like Claus. a weird art film. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, <laughs> like it would end in a oh, black screen that said Finn. The Polish. Um, Portuguese. People. What Christmas parody? <laughs> Is there a question mark? Or nope, what, it's what just Christmas parody? <laughs> what Christmas parody? Oh, what Christmas parody? I mean, that's very accurate. Yeah, it's a Christmas parody. Yeah. Um, Romania, it's called An Unforgettable Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's also very accurate. Yeah. Croatian, also accurate. The Craziest Christmas. Very, very spot on. Spot on. A lot of you... Oh, this is going to be good. In Spain, it's called... SOS, it's Christmas already. Yeah, that was all right. After the Polish one, it just... The French was... one was good. Something about balls? What was it? The tr- This tree has balls or something? This tree <laughs> has balls. Chinese, crazy Christmas holiday. Um, ba, ba, ba. Ukraine, come on, baby, Ukraine. Oh, something good. Christmas vacation. <laughs> come on. Okay, wait, what's going to win? Poland? I think Poland wins. Was that the Crooked Mirror? Yes. Okay. So for your French movie title winner for Christmas Vacation, if you're in Poland, please check out In the Crooked Mirror, colon, Hello Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you it's hilarious. I want to... How do, Can we find that version of the movie? I would love to watch it with Polish subtitles or Polish dubbed over. Yeah, because we know the movie. Yeah. It would be It would be hilarious. Let's seek that out. We know that. So I've been watching it since before I can even remember. My parents are obsessed with it. We've talked about this all year round. They quote it. Yes. My Hello, parents I every know two seconds say, I know Margot to each other. <laughs> yeah. And whenever one of us doesn't hear something, they say, the blessing. And every time we eat something and it's good, they go, it's good, 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 it's good. It's a lot. What's the other one? Mm, this is good. Oh, Clark, save the neck for me, Clark. Save the neck Literally for me, Clark. Literally, we can be eating yeah. anything. We can be eating tofu and it's save the neck for me, Clark. Do you remember the first time that you were watching the movie and the weird sexy pool scene yes. came on? I was so uncomfortable. Yes, me as well. Because I was like, why is Clark 
what I, I remember being like, this is bad. He's being bad. Yeah. And I remember I had never seen like that woman is like very like exotic looking. And I was just like, is that what like a woman's body is supposed to look like with like the high <laughs> cut, whatever. And I'm just like, it was very, a lot of high cut. A lot in of that. High, yeah, cut, high cut everything. High cut things. Also, I remember being too young to fully understand filmmaking. And when it cut to that fantasy scenario, I'm like, wait, did we skip to summer already? Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> is, I, I didn't realize it was a fantasy thing. I'm like, is this already? And then happening? Every, yeah, and then also what got me was because Nettie chucking the towel into the pool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? He swings it around his head and he whips it into the pool. And it that's makes the no one sense. thing that I did like. I'm like, even in his fantasy with a sexy woman, cousin Eddie is just always there a disaster yeah he's still oh, he's there he's just still there he's still part still of the fantasy ruining everything. which is nice because clark loves his family you know what i mean like no matter what but then he still wants to get his at the end yeah privately um it's also weird that the kid sees him like half chubbing out the window and then is like santa thinks it's santa claus yeah be weird yeah. if santa was just staring out your window from the inside out either way uh, yeah. We should do a whole episode on Christmas vacation in the crooked mirror. Hello, Santa. Wait, Claus. I, I, I wanted to quickly before we go just do a, a little, a little, a little touch of um, the, our new segment, which is called fan mail. Choo 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 choo. choo. So we have a we have a fan um, who who is always who is always just so lovely. Her name's Julia, and her and her husband have uh, have been big supporters of of ours. And um, she messaged me that so her and her husband or i guess i guess they recently got married i didn't realize they weren't married but they recently got married and she's like i'm making a a book did i say her name julia yeah also my name he <laughs> she's like me and my hubby just got married and i'm making like a book of our memories in brackets i know so lame and it's not lame it's very cute and one of our fave things that we did was the comedy show that you and matt did for the drive-through comedy show 100 percent honk if you're horny is going on the page <laughs> Because I said honk if you're horny was a fun bit. Yeah. Anyway, she showed me a picture of her little like cute scrapbook she made her husband, and there's our like a little snippet of the poster of both of us on this show, and then there's like in cool little writing it says honk if you're horny drive through show. It's so nice. That's so nice. We're making memories, baby. I can't believe it. I honestly can't believe it. like that show. Like you know what I mean? Like my mentality going into that show is like, oh, this is just something to do. Wow, crazy driving show. No one's gonna care. Whatever. I have to get over that mentality. Like, I don't know. I just, I yeah. didn't think, I wouldn't think anyone was paying attention. Anyone knew who I was. Anyone cared or gave a shit. But that is very, that gives it's, me hope. You, you never know who's giving a shit. And oh my God, this is almost another warm and fuzzy, but I just want to tack it on really quickly. Do we have time? Am I allowed? Yes. This, this, I actually think that I wanted this to be my warm and fuzzy. Or We're part out of, it. of time. I'm sorry. Oh my God, no. <laughs> no. But the, with us, because yeah, we, I feel like we both have a similar mentality sometimes. We just go into things and are like, yeah, we'll just do it and whatever. Like, does anybody care? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're very laissez faire about a lot of things. But when it comes to like auditioning for stuff, especially now with self tapes, we do so many self tapes, we send them off. And some, and they just go into the void. And we've talked about this before. I'm like, does anybody ever watch these? Does anybody even care? I don't know. And I like to think that I'm talented or whatever. But when you're not getting feedback, sometimes you're like, am I? Or I don't know. And you never know what resonates with people. 
so I I reached out to um, someone who worked on a show and just to say congrats on this new job you got, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, by the way, uh, this the thing that you auditioned for like two months ago, you were top three for the person to get the role. That's so nice. And I was like, wait, what? They're like, I don't know if you like knowing these things or if you knew, but I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, you almost booked the part and you're on everybody's radar. I'm like, crazy. I had absolutely no idea. It was one of those self tapes that I just did. I felt good about it. I sent it out. I'm like, well, just another thing I didn't book. So you never know. You never know who's out there watching your stuff, liking your stuff and how much and how it's impacting them. Which is why, I mean, I heard this early in my career as a comedian. They were like, always perform to your best no matter what. Yes. Because you never know. It, it might be that, like that driving show that it meant a lot, lot to her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, and I think, you know, once I'm full of vaccine, I'm going to have a new thrive for performing, I hope, and I hope it sticks with me and I hope that... I mean, I we're still human and we're, sometimes if you don't feel it, like you're not going to... F- you can't force it all the time. Yeah. But just there's people out there who have your backs. And That's you true. like you, and just believe in your talent and in your and in yourself, and uh, yeah, get yours and get yours, Matt. Speaking about getting yours, where can people get yours? You can get me at Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter and Matt O'Brien on Instagram. Where are they get you? You can get me Julia Comedy across the board or Julia Comedian on Facebook. And, across the board, uh, across wow. the board. I'm Julia Comedy everywhere, baby. Um, yeah, I got a food blog. Is uh, eat this and shut up. I got a running blog. I've got the runs. That's that's that. And uh, follow our podcast. Is this what you want? Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this on Friday, um, I'm doing a like hangout Zoom party. You are? It's for a charity, uh, christmaswishtree.com, which is a great... What time is that at? Uh, it's at 7 p.m. on Friday, Eastern Time. Cute. And christmaswishtree.com is a great website that my friend Brittlestar set up on Twitter. And you can send gifts to women's shelters and homeless shelters very easily. It uses Amazon wish list, like boo, 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 Amazon. But it is the easiest. I'm telling you, if you go to christmaswishtree.com, you can just click on a bunch of things, buy stuff for these shelters, and they send it right directly to them. It is the easiest, safest way to do things right now. Using an evil company for good. Yes, it is. So So I will be doing a promotional charity show. And I'm going to be getting drunk live on that show. So that's going to wow. be nice. Friday, 7 p.m. Be there. Jonathan Torrance is going to be there. Oh, I love Jonathan Torrance. He's the best. They're all the best. Everyone on the show is great. Uh, so it's going to be a fun time. Thank you so much for listening. That concludes our podcast. <laughs> uh, I hope you all chap it up together and get your chappy hour glasses. And we love you. And goodbye. Thanks again for the glasses. Walk and show. Thank you, Lennon.